0: Today is Thursday, February 4th. This is T-Dad Talk. I'm Finn Warner. Happening today in local news, TSJC receives a RISE grant and plans to put it to use right away. And in the state, COVID-19 vaccine updates for teachers and how the rollout of vaccines to educators will start to bring a move towards normalcy. And in national news, yesterday was National Women's in Sports Day. We take a look at some of the jumps women are taking in a sport dominated by men. Stick around for more. Today's podcast is brought to you with support from Moose's Social Club and Martini Bar. Located right across the street from our office, Moose's is a Chronicle News favorite. To order, give them a call at 719-216-3517 or visit them at 308 West Main Street. All right, let's check in with the weather. Today is bringing a moderate chance for snow around the Trinidad area with highs in the lower 40s. Tonight will be mostly clear with a low in the upper teens. And tomorrow clears up with a high near 50, and tomorrow night brings a crisp, mostly clear night with a low right around 20 degrees. Now, here's the news. And happening in Trinidad, six Colorado community colleges and 70 high schools will benefit from the second round of Response, Innovation, and Student Equity, or RISE, grants recently announced by Governor Jared Polis. The grant totals $2 million dollars. Trinidad State's sprawling service area covers about 14,500 square miles in eight counties in southern Colorado. Incredibly, that's about the same size as Connecticut and New Jersey combined. This grant will allow Trinidad State to buy technology which will better allow college instructors to teach at faraway high schools. College classrooms will be equipped with high-resolution screens, an instructor station, and cameras that will allow distant high school students an online experience that is as close to an in-person class as possible. And part of the grant will also pay for graduate-level tuition for high school teachers so they can receive a college-level teaching credential. In order for an instructor to teach college-level courses, they are required by the college's accrediting agency to possess either a master's degree in the content field or a master's degree in a different field plus 18 graduate-level credits in the content field. Many high school teachers do not possess this level of education and are just a few courses short of being credentialized to teach at a college level. Having more graduate-prepared teachers will improve the quality of education in rural areas and increase the number of qualified instructors available to teach at the college level. Instructors will also be trained to more effectively use this technology and how to be an effective online teacher. For more on this story and what's happening in Trinidad and beyond, pick up a copy of today's paper or visit the Chronicle News website at thechronicle-news.com. And happening in the state, Colorado teachers and child care workers will be able to receive the coronavirus vaccine starting February 8th, after Governor Jared Polis announced on Friday new eligibility guidelines reported shockbeat Colorado. Some Colorado educators said the change helped ease concerns as schools returned to in-person learning after weeks of back-and-forth uncertainty about when they would be eligible to be vaccinated. Polis during a Friday news conference said teachers are foundational to the functioning of society and opening up the vaccine to teachers will help preserve the sanity of families with kids. Vaccinating teachers will prevent interruptions and the need for quarantine protocols that have led to school effectively shutting down for periods of time, he said. Child care workers should also expect to hear from their employer. Those eligible include preschool through 12th grade classroom teachers, child care workers, paraprofessionals, bus drivers, food service workers, safety workers, and others who provide services in public schools. About 120,000 people are in this group, state officials said. Poll has said the Biden administration has provided more certainty about vaccine supply that allows the state to plan better and offer the vaccine to more people sooner. Polis said the state would set aside about a third of its supply for educators and estimated that all eligible educators who wanted the vaccine would be able to get their first shot over a three-week period. And people who are age 65 and up will also be able to get vaccinated starting February 8th, reflecting new guidance from the federal government. Colorado teachers express feeling of relief for themselves and their students. Melanie Potjandi, a school psychologist at Rocky Mountain High School in Fort Collins, said having vaccinated teachers will give the students she works with a peace of mind. Claudia Newfield, a specialist in social and emotional learning in the Adams 12 Five Star School District, said she's hopeful that being vaccinated will ease the restrictions on the amount of time she can spend with students. For instance, one of her students had a parent die by suicide recently, and COVID-19 restrictions mean Newfield can only see the student for 15 minutes per day. The vaccines are not currently approved for use in children, and it will be months before the general public has access. While the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines are both more than 90% effective in preventing sickness in people who have had both doses, there remains uncertainty about whether people who have been vaccinated can transmit the virus to others. Classroom teachers have been on a roller coaster when it comes to their place in line for the COVID-19 vaccine. After initially placing teachers in Phase 2, which was expected to open in April, Polis announced in late December that teachers would move up to Phase 1B, alongside people age 70 and up, first responders like police officers and firefighters, and moderate-risk medical professionals. Some school districts like Cherry Creek started making plans with large health care providers to get their teachers vaccinated by the end of January. But the state soon put the kibosh on those plans, announcing that while school nurses and other school-based medical professionals could get vaccinated, teachers would have to wait until after older adults had the chance to be vaccinated. That pushed vaccinations from classroom teachers back to March, even as the school districts transitioned back to in-person learning in January. Many teachers have said they should have the chance to get vaccinated before being asked to teach in person. And happening in national news, Seattle Seahawks veteran quarterback Russell Wilson has had many, many years on the gridiron, and now he wants that same opportunity for women. An opportunity to create a new varsity-level sport called Women's Flag, reported NBC News. In a tweet from Nike Football, Nike and the NFL have pledged $5 million to the pursuit of women's flag football as a national varsity-level sport. You can vote for your state to adopt the measure by going on to 11onfootball.com forward slash flag football forward slash vote. As of February 2nd, the three states with the highest votes so far are Massachusetts, Texas, and California. The last two are not surprising since Texas and California, along with Florida, are hotspots in the high school and youth football scene. Massachusetts is interesting. The football world has seen a huge influx of women into the sport as female coaches climb the NFL ladder. The upcoming Super Bowl between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Kansas City Chiefs will feature two women on the Buccaneers coaching staff, Jennifer King and Lori Locust. And Vanderbilt kicker Sarah Fuller became the first female to score in a Power 5 college football game in the 2020 season. This all comes as the world celebrated National Women in Sports Day yesterday. And coming up in Trinidad on Saturday, February 6th, is the monthly Purgatory River Cleanup. The group will meet at 9 a.m. outside of Noah's Ark Animal Shelter at the Riverwalk Entry. A warning to those participating to wear warm clothing and appropriate shoes. For more information, call Julie Knudsen at 970-420-1915. And coming up this week, if you're a fan of basketball or looking for something new to watch, Los Angeles County Basketball is in full swing. The Honey Lady Farmers will have a county showdown against the Kim Lady Mustangs tonight at 6 pm. Face off against the Los Animas Trojans on Friday the 5th at 4 p.m. And follow that up with a boys game against Swallows Charter School on the 6th at 2 p.m. The links to watch those games can be found on the Honey website under Farmer Athletics at honeysd.org. And the Kim Mustangs from out east will take on the Honey Farmers in a girls showdown on Thursday the 4th. And then follow that up by hosting the Manzanola Bobcats on Friday the 5th at 5 p.m. The links to the live stream can be found on Facebook at the Kim School District page or on their website at Kim K. 12.org. And the Primera Bulldogs will take on Custer County on Friday the 5th and then host the Springfield Longhorns on Saturday at 1pm. Links to the live streams of the games can be found at the Primera School District Facebook page. And the Trinidad Mighty Miners will take the court for the first time against the Sergeant Farmers on Saturday the 6th at 1pm. And the TSJC Trojans are kicking off volleyball and basketball. The Lady Trojans' home basketball opener is Saturday the 6th against Air Force Prep. Tune in through the TSJC Athletics page at TSJC trojans.com and if you know of an upcoming event you think should be included on our podcast give us a shout on our t radio facebook page or call us at 719-846-3311 and for a deeper look into what's happening in trinidad and beyond visit the chronicle news website the chronicle news.com and don't forget to support your local journalism with an online subscription And another shout-out to our sponsor for today, Moose's Social Club and Martini Bar. If you've not already tried their delicious Bandito Burger, I would recommend giving it a shot. But be sure to have some napkins handy. To order, give them a call at 719-216-3517 or stop by their restaurant at 308 West Main Street. That will do it for today's episode. Thanks for hanging around. This has been Finn Warner. Have a great day. This is Chronicle News Media.